You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Welcome back for another episode of The Food Code. We are excited to be back and I am really excited about the topic we're talking about today because I'm, uh, I might even say I'm overly passionate about it. Um, I can get a little aggressive with my comments, so I apologize ahead of time if anyone gets offended, but I am, I am a true believer and preacher of this. Yep. I would have to agree. And I know that some people have sent in some questions about our fitness, our training, why we prioritize strength and are we against cardio? And by no means are we against any form of exercise? No. Because anything that you can do to move your body won't number one, you have to enjoy it. Yes. Um, you need to find what works for you, what you can enjoy so you can be consistent Mm because if you hate it, you won't be consistent. Totally. So, but yeah, so first I want to talk about last night we did our act as if seminar. Yeah. It was awesome and it was so good. Well, number one, we've not really done a full seminar together live. No, no, we haven't. I'm typically doing one or you're doing one um, at different gyms and I love talking to people about nutrition and about health and improving their health and, you know, setting goals for themselves. Like it just gets me all excited again about what we do for a living. And I know I get wordy and lengthy, so sorry about that because <laughs> my part was the mindset and like lifestyle habits and really the emotional connection of goals and totally. changing. And I think it was a lot different than any other seminar we've done before, yeah. which was really good. And um, everybody sent some really nice messages and makes you feel good when you're exhausted at nine o'clock totally. at night. I don't know about you. I completely just like crashed. I got home and ate dinner because I was starving. Yeah, I did. Um, and then... We watched like one episode of the new Kevin Hart show on Netflix, which is actually really funny. I love so Kevin good. Hart. I love him. Um, and then I was in bed asleep by 9.30. Yep. Me too. I ate like scarfed down two tacos, which I was doing a day in the life of my food. Totally forgot to put it up. Yeah. Passed out on art on the couch within like five minutes. Um, so, <laughs> But I, I think, you know, what's also crazy is like seeing yourself talking compared to I don't know how long you've been giving seminars but I was thinking back to like when I used to give seminars five six years ago and one how much more confident I am and Mm -hmm. two just like how much more knowledgeable yeah and from all the experience and education that we get and certifications and like I wish I could go back to all the people that I used to talk to and be like come listen to me now because I have so much more information to tell you yeah and I was I was thinking about that yesterday too because this is like the fourth or fifth one that I've done at our gym and they've all been drastically different and better yeah um, because of learning and education totally. and more experience and working with people and I f- loved it for a couple of reasons number one is seeing some of my clients that I never met before That's that I awesome. online that came so that was really cool um, Emily she's so sweet I have her and her husband but then um, another one of my clients who I absolutely adore just I don't see her a ton but like I know her and I met her before but just that she has come out of the mindset of dieting Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing a quick fix and doesn't mean that she's not asked me about other programs along the way or questioned certain things, but giving her that education. And she just told me last night, she truly believes that we're changing her life. And so reading that, that, you know, I screenshotted that to you. It makes you just feel at the end of the day, no matter how tired you are Mm -hmm. or, you know, 
whatever's going on, the high stress levels, everything is worth it if we're yeah. changing people's lives. Totally. And so that was awesome. So, you know, I think instead of doing like a tip or trick today, we wanted to just kind of share the yeah. importance of community and having people in your corner that support you, whether that is in your gym, in your work environment, if you're mm-hmm. doing like the biggest loser or working with a coach. And for us, you know, everybody comes into our lifestyle nutrition community too when yep. they work with us because we want them to feel you know, that they are a part of something and know that other people are going through the same journey and that we've been there and we get it and the struggles and there's nothing other people have thought that I probably haven't thought Mm -hmm. or done. Totally. And it's just being able to relate. Like I talk about this too all the time, how being an entrepreneur, you feel like you're alone in your struggles because you're working from your house alone or you're in a Starbucks alone and you know, everyone else that you're friends with has like corporate jobs or things that are stable and you just feel like you're constantly spinning your wheels and working 70 hours a week for very little and um, getting in a community of other entrepreneurs and hearing the same struggles always helps. And I think it's completely parallel to the weight loss and, you know, yeah. body composition change community that are trying to better themselves. It helps to know that you're not alone because yeah. a lot of times it feels like you are. 100%. And I think that's why we worked so well together yeah. when we first met is like, you know, we're willing to grind. We're willing to do the work. We know the money will come when we're yep. not doing it really for that. It's no. more to impact people's lives. And, um, you know, when I die, if I know that I saved somebody else, totally, then it's all been worth it. Totally. So, um, cool. So we have today's podcast, which I'm really excited about too. Um, but we want to first start too by clearing the air before we jump into these seven reasons. Yes. Um, and most people, especially women, we hear it all the time. Weight training is going to make me bulky. Mm. And it's just simply not true. Like if you were to look at women who are quote unquote, what people think is like looking manly or bulky. Mm-hmm. They have worked extremely For hard years, years, years. And maybe some of them may have even dabbled in some steroids. You mm-hmm. never know. You don't know. But like, it is not easy to look like that. And I no. think so many people think I'm going to touch a dumbbell or a barbell and tomorrow I'm going to wake up bulky. Like I constantly think back to the Dwight meme where it's like, weights don't make you bulky cupcakes do because Mm -hmm. it's kind of like it's more about what you're putting in your body in combination with the training that affects the total outcome of the body composition 100% and it's totally not true you will not get bulky I say this all the time the strongest I ever was in my life when I was squatting close to 300 pounds I was clean and jerking 215 plus pounds I was the smallest I ever was I was the leanest I ever was because the more I lifted the stronger I got the less body fat I had, yeah. which to a point got too low, but I was just lean. Yeah. I didn't get bulky because I had my, my food in combination. Yeah. Well, I think the whole bulky thing too, you hit the nail on the head. It's like what you're fueling your body totally. with. Like if you go in and you have a heavy strength training session, it doesn't mean that you get to go home and eat mounds of food no. and like pasta and you know <laughs> carbohydrates yes you should have them yeah post-workout but it doesn't give you the right to just eat whatever you want because no. you quote-unquote like earned it through no. your workout so most people who think about this bulk I mean that comes if you're a bodybuilder yes. who is you know strong woman or something but mm-hmm. that said coach V is a strong woman and she's tiny yeah you know but she also feels her body the right way and she doesn't look at it as I can mm-hmm. eat the tub of ice cream and totally DiGiorno pizza and stuff so it's simply just not true there yeah. are men that will tell you they have been trying for years to build muscle same thing with women years of training and really intentionally trying to build yeah. and yeah you get stronger but you don't necessarily bulk no and also the other thing that we want to cover is the concept of people that 
people always come to us and are like, I just want to lose weight or lose fat and get toned. And I think when people say this, they don't truly understand what they want. They think they know what they want, but it's more the concept of when you want to lose weight or, you know, have toned body. I hate the word toned. We're going to cover that in a second. It's not real, but it's not real. But essentially what you want is you want to look better. You want to look lean, which means you have to have muscles because when that fat sheds away, there needs to be muscle there to show. And if you're not weight training, there's not going to be muscle there to show. And no one wants to be skinny fat. At least I hope not. You want to look like you work for it. You want to look like you lift and, you know, you want to have that lean cut you want to look fit totally you want to look strong and petite and you know i think when people say tone you really do want to see the muscle definition yes because you cannot tone muscles you either grow muscle Mm -hmm. or you don't grow muscle totally and the only way you're going to see it is if you remove the fat around the muscle to yeah. see the muscle definition. Yeah. Um, so toning isn't a thing. <laughs> you can't no. tone muscle. You build muscle. You build muscle. And, and you shed fat you shed around fat it. And then the muscle show shows. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 100%. You want to feel good in your clothes. It look like you have, uh, you know, exercise and spent the time in the gym mm-hmm. and you just look that fit yeah. definition. But yeah, tone is not, not a thing. No. That's I not. think it's like somebody made it up. I wonder who made it up. But anyways, all right. So seven reasons strength training is better than cardio for fat loss. Yep. Let's go with number one. Okay. So muscle burns more than fat at rest. So the leaner you are, the more calories you're burning at rest. And the reason being is because this impacts what's known as your basal metabolic rate. So in a day, you burn a certain amount of calories, even if you like sat in a chair all day. Um, And they do this on studies by people just like laying in bed and testing how many calories they burn in a day meaning we need calories even if we're not very active. So please listen to that. Um, But the muscle will burn more calories at rest than fat does. And so you need more calories. You can eat more at a maintenance level when you're leaner. So I give the example of like a 200-pound person that's 12% body fat is going to need way more calories than a 200-pound person that's 35% body fat. Because your body's like a furnace. It's just burning higher at a more quick rate when you have a higher lean body mass. So it's just you basically by not even working for it, other than like the weight training you're doing, you're burning higher calories. Yeah. I eat more calories now at maintenance because my body fat is lower and it's awesome. It makes dieting easier and cutting easier. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoy strength training, Yeah, but um, yeah, I think it's always great to be able to eat more and lose weight. Right. Totally. So Number two is strength training protects bone health and muscle mass. So a lot of us, especially as we age, Mm -hmm. after the age of 30, we start losing muscle mass as much as three to 5% of lean muscle mass per year. So there was a study done by the Journal of Bone and Mineral Research that just 30 minutes twice a week of high intensity resistance and impact training has shown to improve your functional performance as well as bone density, structure, and strength in postmenopausal women with low bone mass has no negative effects. Yeah. I talked to, obviously we work with a lot of women um, and a lot of women as they age, some women totally fine through menopause periods. Other women really struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, And the number one thing I always talk to them about is like, are you weight training? Because your body's ability to maintain muscle mass through menopause decreases. Mm -hmm. And so you have to get ahead of it. You have to make sure that you're challenging the body, your weight training, and believe it or not, even jumping. Um, Even if it's like onto a 45 pound plate or a small box, like jumping can help a lot too. Um, But it's so important to be able to maintain muscle through this period in life because that's what we talked about. That's usually what we want. We want that look. We want the look of being toned and lean, um, which means maintaining and building that muscle. So especially in women as you age, 
being able to weight train and not just killing yourself on the cardio machine. Yeah. And it goes back to number one, right? Because yeah. we have so many things working against us as we age totally. and it does get harder to lose weight the totally. older that you get. Right. So if I have more muscle, I'm burning more calories at rest mm-hmm. and I'm protecting my bone health. Like why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know? So number three, strength training helps keep the weight off for good. So aerobic exercise like walking, running, cycling um, is well known as a way to help increase the number of calories you burn in a day and thereby shed extra pounds. So we, we are not lying or we are not trying to say that cardio doesn't burn calories at a higher rate than weight training given the time frame that you're working in. So if you go run fast for 30 minutes and you do a weight training workout for 30 minutes, you will burn more calories most likely at a higher rate doing the cardio. But Strength helps. Strength training helps boost your metabolism, like we talked about. Um, weight or resistance training can help boost your calorie burn during and after your workout. So this is the concept of what's known as EPOC, um, excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. So basically, when you do strength, weight, or resistance training, your body demands more energy based on how much energy you're exerting. So that means more calories are burned during, like during the workout, and more calories are burned after the workout compared to cardio. When you stop with an increased uh, heart rate, your body stops burning calories as a calories as a at a heightened state but when you're weight training your body needs to repair what you've done in terms of like tissue damage which is fine that's what you want to do when you're building muscle you need to break down the tissue and it rebuilds itself stronger and your body needs to basically build essentially the new muscle and it requires energy and calories to do so so you Mm -hmm. burn at a higher rate post-workout the rest of the day after weight training whereas cardio you're really only burning calories at a higher rate during the workout yeah there's been some studies that show up to 24 to 48 hours depending Mm -hmm. upon the intensity of the strength training session and the work that you were doing so definitely if you're looking for your the biggest bang for the most amount of time right yeah um if you have an hour of a strength training session and it's pretty intense you're getting your heart rate up um but you have to do the repair after you're gonna burn more maybe your eye watch doesn't tell you that you burn 600 calories uh, in the hour pe- right? i can't even count how many people after class are like i only burned 140 calories i'm like yes but just wait the rest of the day yeah even if your eye watch doesn't tell you i yeah. promise you you burn more than if you were to go 100%. run a couple miles yeah so you know in that cal or in that hour you burn less calories but over the course of the next 24 48 hours mm-hmm. you're burning more calories than totally. you would just running and doing 600 calories in yes. the hour and then nothing for the next 24 48 hours mm-hmm. so really important here if you want the afterburn yeah to get in the gym lift some heavy weights yeah that's what it's all about yep So number four is strength training has a larger potential for progress than cardio does. So what I mean by this is essentially cardio kind of, your body's really good at adapting. And so, for example, if you go out and run three miles today and you've never ran three miles before in your life, you're going to burn a lot of calories because your body, your heart rate's going to get up really fast. It's going to feel really challenging. But when you start, when you run three, three miles the next day, and the next day, and the next day, your body adapts. It becomes very efficient. And it, eventually it becomes easier. It becomes easier. Your you burn less rate, calories. Yeah, you're not working as hard. Yeah. And so, although this is a good thing, your body's adapting at a higher level, weight training has a lot more potential to build. Cardio, you have to either like run faster, do more intervals, work out for longer, which no one has time to do cardio for three hours a day. Mm. Weight training, you can work different body parts. You can lift heavier. You can always lift heavier. You can challenge your body in different ways, Mm -hmm. doing isometric holds versus full movements, doing slow eccentric movements. Like there's so many ways that you can switch things up and challenge your body. 
with cardio, there's really only like, maybe you could try a different machine yeah. or, you know, you could do some intervals, but like how, how much different intervals can you do? Right. And weight training helps build your aerobic capacity. Mm-hmm. So for example, like there's been research that shows that interval training is not only effective for burning calories, but it can also help improve aerobic capacity during your downtime. So you have three essential, essentially three different energy systems. You have your CPCR system, which is your creatine phosphate system, your glycolytic, and that's like your max 10 seconds. You only yeah. like that system works for about 10 seconds. All it's like out. one rep max, all out sprint, and then you slow down into what's considered your glycolytic mm-hmm. system, which is like 60 to 90 seconds. And then underneath all of those is your aerobic system that can go on forever if you train it like that. So when you're working at high intensities, the body uses ATP from those anaerobic systems, the CPCR CR and the glycolytic. And it relies on aerobic metabolism during the lower intensity recovery intervals to help replace the energy spent during those high intensity work periods. So when you have more muscle, muscle is a metabolically active tissue, which means that it can use oxygen for fuel during exercise and at rest. So this is where strength training essentially comes in to support cardio goals. So we have a lot of people that run marathons at our gym and do like one or two days of marathon training and the rest of the days they do strength training. Yeah, it's like Dan at our gym, yeah. how he did the triathlon, the same one you did last year. And totally. he's like, I finished much faster this year, and yeah. I didn't even train for it because yeah. he's been strength training. Because adding muscle means the body can become a more effective oxygen-consuming machine. Yeah. So the more muscle you have, the more capacity your body has. Yeah. This was a question that we got from somebody, by the way, about mm-hmm. the um, aerobic capacity. So we wanted to make sure that we cover that you know, in some detail. And it's definitely you know, important to be able to do things longer endurance sometimes, right? Like I think everybody should be able to run one mile. Like I think you should be able to do that. Yes. Do I think that means that you need to be running, you know, three, five, 10 miles a day or a couple times a week? Absolutely not. Unless that is what your goals are to accomplish a 15K or a 25K or whatever it is. Don't sign up for a 10K and then don't train for it, right? But I think just in general, (laughs) you know, from a aerobic capacity standpoint and endurance, like you should be able to run a mile to maybe let's say three miles or 5k yeah and do it well yeah so all right the next one here i think this is this is funny because this is we get this a lot from women i can't okay <laughs> I, let me t- let me see if this sounds familiar ladies you've gone to a personal trainer or a coach and you've held up your arm and you've hit the bottom of your arm flab and you go how do i get rid of this the wings the wings <laughs> oh my gosh so here's the thing you cannot spot reduce And typically the rule is wherever you gain body fat easiest is where it's hardest to lose. So like for me, my lower abdomen, like my lower abdomen. And I know a lot of this is hormones. I'm a freaking female. Okay. Most females should have this. Okay. But here's the thing. You can't just like crunch your way to washboard abs. I'm sorry. And honestly, a lot of people that do this end up feeling bulky in that area. Mm -hmm. And so what you can do is you can work on your nutrition in conjunction with weight training and the nutrition helps shed the body fat from that area. And then the weight training helps build and shape that area. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get that heart pumping on the regular, eat well and strength train. And then you can spot reduce over time, but you can't like pick one body part. I think personally the best way to do this is full body movements. Yeah. Just because you're exerting the most energy utilizing the most body parts versus like, spending hours freaking bicep curling and doing rear delt raises and whatever it might be like Planking, band yeah. kicks, whatever do some front squats be. you yeah. work your back you work your core i think there is nothing better for core than heavy front squats or overhead squats yeah. they they light your entire body up totally your entire system totally front squats are 
I love them. I and love, I love Zercher squats too. Zercher squats. We don't do Zercher squats as much. So I was doing the um, Mind Pump Strong mm-hmm. program. And at first I hated them. I was like, what are we doing? They hurt. Yeah, they are not <laughs> comfortable, especially on your forearms. But I'm telling you, my strength and the, even the shape that I felt of my legs yeah. were changing. Because totally. it was different exercise. So I'm not totally. just doing regular squat, 100 reps, doing yeah. nothing. I'm changing my squat mechanics i'm changing the technique i'm doing time under tension mm-hmm. some days i'm higher reps lower weight yes. some days i'm higher weight lower reps um you know changing the type of squat between yeah. the front the back and the zercher and you're gonna hit different parts of your legs yeah. and yeah. i, I want to touch on that too how you talked about higher rep because yes. so many people think well if i just do higher rep lighter weight mm-hmm. then i'll get toned yeah and i'm like okay you got to vary it because mm-hmm. the problem is that with that is when you do that, you're probably more so creating endurance in the muscle, yep. which will make the muscle, and you're, you might be like elongating the muscle, like the Stairmaster. People are like, oh, I'm trying to lift my butt. So I do the Stairmaster. Then you I'm need like, to squat. You're, bur- you're building endurance there, mm-hmm. but you're not actually building the muscle. You need to have some days where you're doing low rep, high weight, because you have to challenge the muscle. And that means if you've been listen- lifting the same freaking dumbbells and the same back squat weight for the past two years, of course your body hasn't changed. Like right. you're not challenging right. it. But that also goes back to the fear of getting bulky, yes. you know, and the thought process that more reps are going to equal more calories burned. And it's simply not true. No. Get under a heavy weight in a safe way with a coach or, you know, and do a, a heavy back squat for 10 reps and tell me you are not a breath. Oh, totally. Talk about aerobic capacity. See in stars. Yeah. Like <laughs> I got out of the bar last week. We were doing like 225 and I literally rested for, like 90 seconds between I was trying to go 60 seconds but I was like I couldn't do it I mean it's just and there I wasn't going super high Mm -hmm. I was doing four by two yeah um and it's amazing because you do that and then when you go back to test your three rep or Mm -hmm. your five rep you're totally much stronger you know and so that's how you build and then the other piece too is if you don't feel super comfortable going heavier weight or you don't have a coach or a spotter or whatever time under tension Mm -hmm. do pause yep Three Tempo. to four seconds down, one pause. second pause in the bottom, holding tension the whole time, not just relaxing the body. Mm-hmm. I like three seconds down, three seconds up. That will They're light burn you, on you fire. up. <laughs> if you like that muscle burn, that's what you're going after. Do yes. those tempos. Like yeah. they make such a big difference. Yeah. And even that pause at the bottom. Oh, yeah. It's like, and focusing on your breath. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of technique that you can totally. do um, with the weights. You know, maybe you're somebody that trains at home and you only have. 25 pound dumbbells or yeah. something oh yeah that's how i make when i only have light weights that's how i make my workouts a little bit more challenging is adding tempo for mm-hmm. sure i like tempo it's a love-hate relationship though yes. so okay so number six here i love this one and i can speak to it personally because i had children's rheumatoid arthritis mm-hmm. and it was a big game changer for me so strength training can help with chronic disease management so studies have documented the many wellness benefits of strength training including helping people with chronic diseases manage their conditions and symptoms so if you have arthritis strength training can be as effective as medication in decreasing pain it's crazy it is crazy, but it's also so true because yeah. especially even in the winter time when I'm mm-hmm. feeling my joints, aches, pains, whatever, I go in and I get a good strength training session, 1000% feel better afterwards. Yeah. thousand percent. Totally. Um, and for people with type two diabetes, the numbers are increasing and it's so shocking. I was reading in a study the other day that by 2040, over 50% are going to be in the obese category, not overweight, obese. I'm actually surprised it's not sooner. Probably. Yeah. Like 
it's ridiculous. Have I think you, you know, it depends upon every study shows something different. Yeah, true. But these estimations, it's worse and worse by the day. More people coming we're to gonna, us. Yeah. We're going to wake up and we're going to be like Wally. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. I know it's not funny, but not. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So for 14 million Americans with type two diabetes, strength training, along with other healthy lifestyle changes mm-hmm. can improve glucose control. So yeah. the way that your body utilizes fuel 100%. and utilizes carbohydrates, if you are not doing any strength training or just walking and not really doing anything mobile, mm-hmm. you know, you need to be exercising, especially with Totally, because glycogen, glucose, is your muscle's mm-hmm. number one fuel source. Yeah. So if you have more muscle, your body will utilize it better. Yeah. Completely. And if you don't have muscle, guess where that glucose is going? Fat stores. More yep. of them. Feeding it. So last one, and this kind of tails off of uh, number six that Liz talked about is longevity. So I think personally that bodybuilding style workouts Mm -hmm. are the best and easiest to do long-term, like people even into their 60s, 70s, 80s, because one, it still gets your heart rate up just like cardio. Just and sometimes more than cardio. Totally. I honestly, personally, I have a very low resting heart rate. I do the Peloton bike, which I enjoy. My heart rate cannot get up very high though. It like maybe taps out at like 130. Mm-hmm. I do a heavy thrusters like I was doing yesterday, 125 pound thrusters. I was dying, like mm-hmm. redlining heart rate. And so I need that weight to resist against. Yep. I can't do it with just cardio. But anyways, it gets your heart rate up just as much as cardio can. And science has found that with low muscle strength, people that have low muscle strength are 50% more likely to die earlier than people with, than their stronger peers. Yeah. So like, it, it's essentially a um, way to live longer. It's the fountain of youth, people. Yeah. And understand, like, when you strengthen the muscles around your joints, a lot of people come to us worried about, like, well, I had this knee injury. Mm. Guys, I've had an ACL tear, a meniscus tear, Achilles rupture, and a labrum tear in my shoulder. I still lift heavy. I still strength train. And honestly, I think it's what is keeping my body healthy at this point after all of those injuries. Mm-hmm. Because now I have muscles to support the joints and ligaments. And honestly, I tore my ACL in college when I wasn't weight training. I don't think it would have happened if I was weight training. Yeah. Well, and the other piece too is from a longevity standpoint, there's only so much you can do with impact. Totally. You know, on your joints for so long. So we see with endurance runners, right? They break down. They have a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. They're not strength training. They're just cardio, 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 that impact, pounding, pounding, pounding. No wonder your knees are breaking down and your ankles and your back hurts. And, you know, not to mention like all the different postural issues that we have. So from a longevity standpoint, you can go and do low impact weight training and Mm -hmm. still get amazing results with weight loss, with aerobic capacity, health advantages. And as you get really old. Like the fear of falling mm-hmm. and like your balance stability and stability, and all of that is driven yeah. by strength training. So like having that as a confidence, yeah. if you're old, I'm sorry, that sounded really bad. If you're, you know, if you're in the, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, like you have to worry about being able to sustain on your own and yeah. pick things up and but you all also that. worry about losing muscle. Totally. And so one way to prevent that is to number one, strength train and start strength training now. I totally. don't care what age that you are. You no. should be strength. Training. It's never too late to strength train and start strength training. Yeah. Make sure you have someone that's watching you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the last thing that I like want to touch on is the, the dangers of people mm-hmm. that just start running. Mm-hmm. Running is a skill. You have to know how to run. Mm-hmm. You have to know how form, what type of form you should proper have. Shoes. Proper shoes. All of that. And unfortunately, a lot of people think they can just like get up and start running miles after miles and then you end up injured. Yep. And I think that most people that start strength training seek out help because you should learn how to weight train on your um properly with help yep. and with guided eyes. 
And I think with cardio, people just go and do it and run yeah. themselves into the ground. But one big thing here, they don't understand that the imbalances. So mm-hmm. if you're running and you start having these different totally. flare ups, like it's because of imbalances and it's totally. because you don't have the muscles to support the joints and mm-hmm. keep you stable while you're running. And so, you know, opposing forces, right? Yeah. If I have an injury on the left side, I'm overcompensating on the right side. Mm-hmm. We see this a lot with people. My right knee's been bothering me and now my left hip. Yes. You know? Oh and yeah. So, Cross body. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's where you really need to make sure that you don't sweep those things under the rug. No. Nope. You fix it. You start doing the things that you mm-hmm. need to do to balance out and create yeah. a stable yep. body for yep. you to be able to move in the way that you're requiring or taxing your body with Mm -hmm. exercise. And again, it's normal to have, um, soreness. It's normal to have some things flare up every now and then, like my shoulder has been bothering me for a little bit, but I'm working through it. And I love that my chiropractor that I go to, he's like, you just need to lighten the load, but keep doing the range of motion. You don't improve an injury by just stopping you need to fix it you need to fix the imbalance you need to fix what's underlying there slow down go through your range of motion Mm -hmm. make sure that you know you're doing it properly and again stabilizing other muscles to support you during those movements yeah and then work your way back up to a heavier weight yeah and i think how we should kind of end this all is it depends on your goals Mm -hmm. so if your goal is to run a marathon then yes you need to do more cardio to support that development okay if your goal is to get stronger, then you probably want to do a little bit less aerobic. But we do not think that you should just not do aerobic. We're saying weight training is just better to have the balance kind of leaning towards more weight training in your week and balance it out with some cardio. And in my opinion, like I do when I do cardio, I do usually weights included. Yeah. Like you can so do cardio yeah. and include weights, guys. It's yeah. It doesn't same. have to be long term cardio yeah. either. So like I will do like we love something called a hurricane and it's weights included, but we're also working on the machines like the bikes totally in the row yeah. or That's sprinting or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you're doing your weights in between that. Yeah. But making sure that you're also resting between mm-hmm. sets. So allow your heart rate to come back down, spike yeah. it back up. So yeah. that high intensity. Totally. But, and we can do another one on high intensity interval training or whatever questions you guys have yeah. around fitness. Um, this was just something that came in that we thought that we would cover um, because especially as women, we want you to understand that, Strength training isn't going to make you bulky no. um, and it's not really something that's going to help you tone. It's more so you have to build the muscle, mm-hmm. burn the fat, feed your body with good whole unprocessed foods. There's Absolutely. your nutrition point, right? Absolutely. So anyways, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for being here with us today and spending your time with us. If you would, please leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us reach others and grow. And as a gift, as a thank you for spreading our message, you can go to lsn.fit and grab a free copy of our diet free guide ebook with the coupon code, the food code in all capitals. We'll be back with another episode and we hope you have a great day.